Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Nightlight Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something that I feel like we don't talk about um, honestly. So is I don't know how do how do I put this? Like we talk about it in circles where they should be talked about, but not nearly often enough. And a lot of the time it is spoken about almost like it's a forbidden topic and that is depression so today we're going to be talking about depression and christianity because a lot of the time like i can't even count how many times i have heard the statement um you shouldn't be depressed as a christian you have the joy of the lord you i mean the joy of the lord is your strength you have peace and you have joy in the holy ghost and and while all of this is true, it doesn't take away the fact that we do have Christians out there who are very depressed, like very depressed. And because when they try to talk to people in the church, all they get is this overly spiritual, so to speak, overly spiritual answer that just makes them feel like they're less Christian than they should be. You know, it's like... Why are you depressed? Like, you shouldn't be depressed. Like, just tell the depression to go away. Shake it off into the fire. You are a child of God. Speak the word, baby. Speak the word. And you go away feeling like, for me to be depressed, I have to be doing something wrong, you know. And today, we have my friend, my sister, somebody I admire so much. Oh my God, guys, like, I can't even, like, I'm, I, you can't see me right now, but I'm, I'm like, blushing and stuff. Like, you're not even, you don't even know. I'm so excited. So today I have Moyo. Hi, Moyo. Hi, Light. Oh my God. I don't know if it's me, just introduced like that, but I love you so much anyways. <laughs> yeah, you don't know, you don't even know. Even Moyo, you don't know. Like, I'm so glad that your voice is on this podcast. Guys, I've made it. I'm not even like, I have made it. I have made it. I keep telling her, her voice is like melted chocolate. Oh. Like, it's so sweet. Oh. It's so sweet. Not, if there's anybody out there that is like depressed, just listen to this podcast. Like, Moyo's voice is, is has already done it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here, though. I'm, I'm honored. It's good to have you here. So Moya is a she's a yeah, psychologist now. I mean you studied psychologist uh, technically. Well, I'm one in training I guess. I haven't gotten the license, so because oh. you have to actually like the master's degree is necessary for the license. So uh, yeah, I'm still down two years, I guess. Well, okay, so she's a psychologist in training, but I mean I, she's definitely better. I cannot give you any answers to the question, so <laughs> I have to run somebody that at least has some answers. So, Moyo, I think we should probably start from what depression is. Like, what really is depression? Because it's, I mean, if you hear it from a Christian point of view, depression is like a spirit or there's a demon in charge of it, you know, there is. But from a from the point of view of psychology, what is depression? Okay, so um, first of all, if it's okay, can I just give you a disclaimer, guys? I am not an expert on this, <laughs> not an authority on this issue in any way, but I did spend four years in school training on the discipline that deals with this area, and um, yeah, reading up on stuff, hearing about how important this is in our generation and how rampant. I guess I can say a couple things that you know you can probably learn from, and of course, read up more on stuff, guys. So, first of all, defining depression, um. It's an actual 
in in this field it's uh, i know we hear it a lot lately that depression this depression that for in the field of psychology and medicine that relates to you know mental state and all that depression is an actual medical condition it's an actual um condition that can be diagnosed by a professional and it's a condition where um certain individuals might be experiencing a prolonged period i need to emphasize that a prolonged period of sadness um, um inability to function you know with your daily life as you regular you regularly would excuse me um you, you don't feel motivated to do anything um it usually comes with this uh how do i put this i won't say dirtiness but there's this unwillingness there's this demotivation to do anything it could be having a bath tidying your room tidying your hair so they usually look very unkempt they also look very dejected relating with people might be might be very difficult even eating meals and all of that so it's a very positive prolonged period clinically i'm not i'm not exactly sure of this but for you to be diagnosed with depression clinically i think it's somewhere between 12 weeks to 6 months so this is about 3 months i think right yeah i'm not exactly sure please don't don't take my word on that one but there's a period of time that this needs to have been going on for for professionals to diagnose you and then there are series of tests that you would take there's series of tests that would be done for you to be diagnosed clinically there's something called clinical depression so that's the medical condition but um i will not deny that in our generation today and not just today in our generation but in general there are certain states that people have been that they easily call depressed and as much as it is not clinical depression i will not deny that maybe it's a real condition people are in people find themselves in a real condition that might not necessarily be called um clinical depression but it's real you know mm-hmm. so yes that's can we just define depression as that there's clinical depression and then there's i there's, there's this depression we cannot deny a state that we found most of us in that is real to them so yeah that yeah okay so you cannot um ask this so you cannot be sad for like 2 3 days and just conclude that you're depressed right it has to have it has to have happened for a while for a while and it's not it's not just sadness i understand that it might sound like minimizing some people's pain but i think it's very important for us to establish this that you are the fact that you feel sad does not make you depressed because this is a real condition that people who have it believe me they would wish it away if they could so you just using your own words to call that on yourself i really think if you knew what the real real condition was you wouldn't want to do that So it's just like other conditions you know I don't know if you've heard people say they are OCD a lot yeah they think that people who have it do you can't mistake a person who has it for someone who doesn't so just casually saying it because you think you have certain tendencies I'm sorry it doesn't make it true and I don't want to minimize what you what you feel or what you're going through but it doesn't make it necessarily true so just okay. that out from the standpoint of the professional discipline that's that's the fact Okay so for all your OCD gang OCD gang people please please in the name of god please <laughs> please yeah another thing i want to i want us to like ask about before we go into the christian side of it is there is this other very common um thing about uh because they are smiling doesn't mean they're not depressed you know so this is stuff like oh check on your check on your strongest friends or check on your always happy friends they could be depressed but from 
you know from this definition that we have now it it's it's outwardly visible right when you're depressed so is it is it possible that it's different for some people mm, okay it's outwardly visible to the to the highest percentage you can think of but then i think there are also some cases where like you said it's not like they are outwardly smiling all the time and happy there's you can just put it as a that maybe they act out you can call it acting mm-hmm. out so usually they would do things very very exorbitant for instance maybe spend they they do things it's as if to to get attention it, it mm-hmm. might be, like you said it would be different for individuals it could be very different for individuals but even after that high state they don't stay there long do you get what i mean yeah trigger them into places where they they get to that that real thing that's on the inside is like okay people might call them out for doing certain things and then it's like what do you mean by that you know does that mean i'm this i'm that and then you see that decline and then they just act out even more in anger or something and then withdraw from you and usually they would reject help people who are depressed because it's that state of feeling hopeless like there's nothing more so they would reject help a lot they would reject help a lot from what i know okay um this is this is another thing that um what would you uh what would you advise that one could say to a depressed person now i know that honestly there's nothing you can do to help as such unless you are a um trained therapist which a lot of us are not but if a friend were to reach out to you because i'm so tired of um you know this I wouldn't call it a lack of empathy. I don't want to call it a lack of empathy, but it feels like a lot of us fumble when we are faced with people that are going through this stuff. And so we don't know what to say. And then from that place of not knowing what to say, it, you know, there's a tendency to say stuff that could be, or that could come off as insensitive, but really you're just trying to help. Yeah. I think that's where the whole, you have joy in the Holy ghost comes from, but a lot of the time it, it's not helping. So what would you suggest that a person should do if, you know, you're faced with like a depressed friend or family member? Okay, I think I think different people might might do things in different ways because when you think you know what people need, therein lies the problem. Mm-hmm. When you usually think you always just know what they need. I think sometimes it's really just important to listen to people. When you listen, you get the story. You know, be, be more of an active listener. Even if it's just them, maybe expressing their pain or expressing, don't don't minimize their their pain. Because for you, it may be something really small. It may not be real, but to them, it's it's all they know in that point. So it's really important, I think, to be a listener, to be a friend to those people. They need someone to talk to. Now, they may be able to talk to you. They may be they may be able to talk to a professional better. Or they may reject professional help or would rather talk to you, but you know that they really need to talk to someone else. I think just being there for those people in the first place, open enough for them to know that this person is here for me and they really want to help, then you can keep suggesting that they get help. And there are these things called interventions that, you know, when people don't want help, really, you need to state an intervention. Sometimes mm-hmm. it gets to that point where you need to just ambush them. In the morning, they wake up, they find you, their dad, their mom, and a doctor sitting in the living room. And it's like everybody's talking to them like they're this child. They really hate it most of the time. It, it's really something to hate because 
you can't really help someone who doesn't want to be helped. So usually, it's a person who wants to get help that would go by themselves to a clinic or to a psychologist. You understand? Yeah. But sometimes, or most often, I think they may not want that. So, it, it, honestly, even telling you to do this, it might not always work. But I mean, what options do you have? You understand? It's just yeah. in that place of being there for them, letting them know that you are there. You really are hearing what they are saying. Like this thing is to me, this this thing is to me, this, and you're like, I'm here. I, I feel you. I can hear that. Don't just minimize it and say, oh, you know, you have to get over this. It happened such a long time ago. Maybe they lost a family member, or they they failed in school and they've been failing for years and they've lost all hope. And so he's like, oh, school is not the end of the world. You know, Bill Gates dropped out of. That's not what they need. Like, <laughs> so I think just being a friend that listens and then just whatever whatever way you can get them to get help or if it gets to the point where they really need an intervention then that's also yeah god oh my god i feel so bad for all the times i might have said insensitive things to people i'm sorry if you ever came to me i say you were depressed but i'm sorry i'm public apology guys i'm so sorry um okay so uh let's get to the she, is it Christian side of it now? Mm-hmm. How I do you? Side of it. <laughs> I do, I do, I really do. <laughs> so how do you balance the reality of a depressed Christian, right? Because I mean, like I said before, it, it is very spiritualized. So yeah. it's like, oh, there's a demon sitting on your shoulder. That's why you're depressed. There's, oh there's a the, the devil has won you a blanket of wow. sorrow. Wow. <laughs> I'm not even you see I've heard the most ridiculous things but there's a dark cloud over your life that's why I'm depressed like so how do you but it doesn't take away the fact that there are people out here that are Christian and they are depressed so how do we balance this reality you know mm. <laughs> I don't know if you get my question yeah I did I got your question before I studied psychology do you know I'm, I might have been one of those people who just you know get your joy in the Lord away the question I mean, I've been one of those people who just, you know, ah, you can't be feeling sad, my dear, you know? I may have done that, but it's just like, it's just the same way, you know, you wouldn't tell a Christian who has a headache that they have a headache because they lack faith or because, you know, they need to stand up and get their strength in the Lord. I feel like I heard this when I went to an actual clinic, <clears throat> a mental clinic, with, and we were like on ward round with one of the doctors, and he explained it to us this way. He said it's the same way a person who has diabetes would, the first instinct is to go to the hospital, right? If you're ex- mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're experiencing symptoms of things like diabetes, you would go to the hospital, you would get a doctor to treat you. If they give you meds, you take your meds and everything. A diabetes patient manages their condition and he said it's exactly the same with most mental conditions. It's a thing that you manage for the rest of your life. And so people who think that maybe mental conditions are a respecter of persons or religions, it's just not true. It's just not true. It's just not true. And I understand, I'm not even going to minimize the fact that we are spiritual people and we know that things happen in the spirit. We, we know that. I'm not minimizing that at all in any way. So, how do I say this? For instance, I was reading up on these Christians and depressions, and do you know what I found out? No, it's this man called Charles Spurgeon. I don't know if we know Charles Spurgeon. Yeah, I've heard of him. Check up on him. 
do you know he suffered from extremely deep depression? It was such a long time ago that then there was no such thing as diagnosis with all these conditions. But today, they actually say what he had would have been diagnosed as clinical depression. Oh, wow. So bad. Yes, it was so bad that he said in one of his books, I can't remember if it was him who said it or his wife who said it of him, that he was so plagued by this mental state of just deep sadness that sometimes he thought of taking his own hands. I read it. I wrote the quote down somewhere. Taking his own hands upon himself violently. That sounds a lot to me like suicide. Yeah get out of that state he was in he said he would think of actually laying his own hands upon himself this is a man who was a he wrote have you seen the books he wrote the sermons he preached mm-hmm. he was that christian let me not even go too far let's go to the bible the book that we all hold to have you heard david you know in his psalms have you heard the things this man was saying there were so many places where you would think david are you bipolar because he would go from my soul why are you downcast within me and then he would go to oh rejoice in the Mm-hmm. It was so real to even the Bible people. It was so real to them. Do you understand? The yeah. Bible called, I'm not saying Jesus was depressed. Please do not support me. <laughs> but the Bible called him in Isaiah 53. He said he, he's a man of sorrows. He's a high priest in Hebrews. He's a high priest who is not untouched with our infirmities. What does that mean? He, he understands. When Lazarus died, Jesus wept. Yet he knew he was going to raise him up. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. What about in the Garden of Gethsemane where he, he wept blood? I mean, it's Jesus, right? He knew the end game of everything. But he still, sorry, he sweats blood, not wept. Do you understand what I'm saying? So as Christians, for us to think that because we're Christians, we are automatically removed from any mental, it's not true. Christians can be depressed because if you've heard of pastors, we've heard it, who committed suicide. That's where it yeah. came from. That's where it came from. So I am not, I'm not of the class who believes that Christians are exempt from this thing. However, I do believe that it's not always a medical condition, and I do believe that there can be this spiritual state that actually causes it in Christians. I do believe that. Okay, so you think that it could also be spiritual, in the sense that, in the sense that. I'll take David, for instance, where he said, why art thou downcast within me, my soul? You know, like I said in the beginning, there's a clinical depression, but I will not also admit that there are certain states we can find ourselves in where we easily say we are depressed, maybe for lack of a better word. So in mm-hmm. those, those states, yes, I do agree that it can be, and I'm not saying, I don't know anything about demonology or all of that. It's very possible that causes it, I'm sure. What I'm saying is, in a state where maybe you've even been there yourself, where it feels like, you know, God is far from you, you're probably walking through something very difficult, or you lose a loved yeah. one. And for a long time, it's difficult to come out of that place. That In a place like that, somebody would definitely call themselves, oh, I'm depressed, you know? I, I feel all motivated to life. Is, it what, is this what life is all about? People just die. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So I do, I, do, I do agree that, yes, for some people, there's a spiritual component to it where they lose their joy in the Lord, they lose their peace, they lose that strength of God that they have because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if that joy is gone, your strength is also gone. So I'm because I'm a Christian who studied psychology, I cannot deny the, the place of God and the Holy Spirit and the joy of God in our lives in even healing depression. But as someone who has studied discipline and seen real-life situations, I will also not deny that this thing is real, whether you're a Christian or not. 
Okay. So if you know you had to say something to you've you've spoken to um the friends and family of depressed people. Uh if you could say something to you know some christian out there listening to this that is like oh god i'm depressed i can't i can't find my joy i don't think life makes sense i just want to end all of it what would you say to them first as a psychologist and then as a christian thank you because that's exactly where i was going to come <laughs> first honestly this is going on for a long period of time but if you notice anybody around you that you're really really concerned about please get help please get help please get help the fact that you need to see a psychologist or a therapist does not make you crazy it does not make you mad it does not i know the stigma that society puts on you but please for the sake of your life your well-being please get help that's the first thing i would put out there secondly i'd say this from the standpoint of a christian oh we we this i understand this life is something you know, Jesus himself told us that in life you would have many troubles. Jesus said it. Please don't make people feel like they are less than the Christian they are meant to be because they express the troubles they are going through. Jesus told us we do. But you know what I love? Jesus didn't stop there. He said, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. Yeah. You need to understand that you know how this story ends. You already have the victory. I know that, for, for instance, I, I love David so much. I, I would say to anybody, dwell in the Psalms, anybody who's in that place, dwell in the Psalms, you'll see a man who, like you, felt all the things you felt. But at the end of the day, he knew that in God was his joy. He knew that in God was that victory. He knew that this God was close to him in those pits where he was. I would say to you that, it's okay to feel those troubles you feel because you know what Jesus Jesus said to you. But also remember he said he wouldn't leave you. Remember that he's with you. Remember that Jesus himself wept. I would say this, he wept. He knew he had the power to raise. Do you know what he told Martha and Mary? He said, if you believe, you will see this man raised up. But Jesus got to the tomb and he wept because he looked around at the pain people were feeling. At that moment, he was touched with their infirmities. He understood their grief. The Bible calls him a man of sorrows. He gets it. He wept. He himself wept. Knew. He, he knew he was going to raise Lazarus, yet he took time to leave. So I'm saying that if you're in a place where you feel that, you feel that depression, you feel that cloudy state over your life, you feel you've lost all your joy, Jesus is right there with you. He's down on the ground with you. He's not the God who stays up in the glory and, and leaves us in the dust. No. He comes down on the ground with us, right in our pain. But I need you to realize that Jesus is not the Jesus who just stays there with you. He lifts you out of it. The Bible calls the kingdom of God. It says the kingdom of God is joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Understand mm -hmm. that the Holy Ghost is inside of you. And if the kingdom of God is joy and peace in the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost is in you, then joy and peace is in you. That's where I would say the place of get up and take your faith. Get up and take your joy. It is real. We won't minimize your pain, but I beg you, don't minimize the power of Christ to you. Don't forget, yes, sir. And, and heal anything. He can heal anything. Even medically, they will tell you that there are certain situations or conditions you put yourself in that will turn you around from that depressed state. You need to get around happy people. You need to get yourself into a place where, you know, do things that make you happy. 
it might seem it might seem small but there are actually lifestyle changes you can make that will bring about healing in that case of depression it doesn't change the fact that maybe someone died that scar might always be there but i'm telling you that you don't have to live without joy that's that's just the fact so we can always say lots of words um light ball i think in the end learn to pray for people too if you're one who is around someone who is feeling that way make sure you're praying for them don't just don't just please let's not be christians who just go to them and knock them down they're already on the ground mm-hmm. help a brother up you know don't go to them and tell them how oh, you're faithless you know the bible said they know what the bible said you know help them out be there for them listen to people and pray for them if you feel anybody's in that place pray for them even the holy spirit himself will actually who knows give your ideas on what to do that can help them so yeah, I hope I hope it's, I hope I said something that someone can take away. Yeah, you have you have said a lot of a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. I just something else just pops into my head and I think I need to ask it. Um uh we all know the place of like therapy and the therapist and all of that, but what of you know medication and and diets? Because I've read some stuff that says, you know, I read some things about controlling depression with your diet. So, um, how do we? Because I know that a lot of people, when they start to feel like this, they turn to substance to get their mind off of it. Whether it's whether it's weed, whether it's alcohol, whether it's actual like antidepressants, you know. So, how do we? At what point? At what point do you? need to use an antidepressant and then um what else yes diet and depression can you like throw some small lights okay so first of all like you just mentioned some people turn to substance use what are substance or substance or alcohol do you it changes there are certain chemical levels in your body you know we've heard of all these um chemicals now there's dopamine you know mm-hmm. adrenaline and all that so there are chemicals in our body that the truth is when we're in those depressed states the problem is those chemicals are out of balance like i said i'm not an authority on this i don't know everything but this is what i, I know in a broad sense so those chemicals and all of that they're out of balance so those antidepressants what they actually help to do is to is to bring a balance a sort of balance do you understand okay to your hormones the point, exactly when you get to the point that you need how you know you need medication you must have been diagnosed you have it's just like in, you know we abuse medication a lot small head knock mm-hmm. panadol and drinking <laughs> i understand that but you can't do that for mental you can't do that for your mental state a doctor must have seen you and prescribed the only people allowed to prescribe medication are actual therapists even psychologists cannot really there's a difference actually one of them went to medical school the other it's, it's a long long case but you actually have to have seen someone who thinks you need medication and some people they will advise you just that maybe the place you are in is too toxic for you the people they would advise that you know change your environment the place of diet maybe because of this i've never really known anyone that used just that but i'll use jamie grace for instance now she's not i don't think she has depression but she has anxiety adhd mm-hmm. which is um attention deficit disorder and she also has something called Tourette syndrome she has a lot of things and from the point where she was nine till about 18 or so when she went to college she was heavily medicated because her condition was that bad she was heavily medicated but leaving going into college she decided to step off of that 
and even now she's sometimes on medication sometimes off someone like her she plans her meals a lot so there are certain things that you can probably eat that would you know the way vitamins work for different aspects of your body and for your health yeah. there would definitely be things that you can probably include in your diet like i said like chocolate you know for some people that might just be it they might just be about too for some people it could be ice cream although you know you have to do it in moderation so that you know you don't develop another health problem do you understand but there are definitely lifestyle changes lifestyle changes some people they might advise you to work out more often some people might pick up yes yeah. and work out some people might go for yoga meditation techniques there are de- many different things like i said it's a real medical condition the same way a patient who has diabetes has to manage their condition with lifestyle changes is the same way anybody with depression would need to also manage their conditions so it's not just about it's not just about medication there'll be lifestyle changes you have to make literally you have to be very um what's it called you have to be very like uptight with those things you have to mean it you have to want that change and make those changes so definitely yeah there will be lifestyle changes and probably foods you can eat so some people like to do this without medication but some people can't afford that the situations might be too deep for that okay oh my i've learned so much like i have learned so much and i hope i really i pray that this has helped somebody man because i know it has definitely helped me you know so i mean moyo has said everything but i'm just going to say one more thing guys like you are not less christian if you have to see a therapist you are not man you are not unsaved it does not take away your salvation if you need to get help please get help please 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 get help like there's only so much i can do i can listen to you you know i can pray with you i can pray for you but if you need to get help i can't force that on you you have to like Moyo said, you have to want to get help. So, um, you know, and fellow Christians, please, please let's take away the stigma, please. The fact that somebody has to get professional help doesn't, it, it doesn't make them less, it doesn't mean they're spending less time in the world, in quotes. It doesn't mean they have, you know, let go of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't, it doesn't make them any less Christian. It doesn't make them any less saved. It doesn't make them any less what are the other words what are the other christianese words sanctified or consecrated or you know it doesn't take (laughs) it doesn't take away anything from you if you have to see a therapist please see a therapist please see a therapist i'm going to please see a therapist i beg you in the name of god don't let it get to the yes please there are actually these free initiatives online that offer free therapy sessions online you just get to talk to somebody I don't know if you've heard of them before. Yeah, um, Manny. Yeah, yes. mentally aware. Yes, yes. Those, those guys, they have they have awesome, they have awesome therapists. Yeah, I, I know. I've used them like twice. They have awesome therapists. And, and, um, so the last time I had to use them, I was given the option of choosing a um, Christian therapist, actually. So my last session was with this babe. She was, you know, I got medical, a bit, yeah, medical advice, so to speak. So I got therapy from a medical point of view. And then from time to time, she would throw in like Bible scripture, like scripture for encouragement. And, you know, and even after, because it's limited, I think you have like five sessions. 
but even after my sessions were over she would pop in from time to time like oh how are you doing you know how are you doing drop a scripture or two and it really did help like it really really did help so i mean if you feel like you need somebody that understands you from a um you know spiritual point of view as well as medical you could do that you have that option just man just don't don't lock up don't hold it to your chest please speak up please speak up guys thank you thank you moyo thank you so much like this has been it has been amazing it has been enlightening and i am so glad we did this thank you so much thank you thank you thank you <laughs> by the way guys moyo has a podcast what's name of your podcast tag it's called tag tag just tag search it you get it anywhere yeah it's on anchor it's on apple um, apple podcast you know it's everywhere it's, it's everywhere it's everywhere hop on the train guys C- come on hear her voice guys like hear her voice is that not enough we reason for you again, <laughs> we should i can really slow her up so i'm definitely going to have hey <laughs> <laughs> i'm so honored <laughs> thank you thank you moyo thank you guys for listening good night bye